hello, hello, and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry. My name is Sam Beam, and I am stoked that you are here. Guys, it is a beautiful, rainy Tuesday morning for me here. I hope you guys are having a great day wherever you are at. Um, Yeah, the magic of podcasting, isn't that crazy? It's a Tuesday, and you're probably listening to this on like a Thursday or a Friday, because statistically, that's when the most of you guys listen. Ah, I do my research. I do my research. Sorry. I... I hope you guys don't mind these tangents I go on. This is just it's how my brain just sometimes functions. And I'm so sorry if you're like, what is going on? But anyways, I'm glad you guys are here. Today's going to be an awesome lesson. I'm super excited about giving it um, because it, it plays well into my ministry. And it's, it's something that I'm really passionate about when it comes to ministry. Um, but before that, we're going to jump into our shout out for today. It's been a minute since I shouted this out, so I'm going to do it again. Um, guys, there is a community on Facebook called the I Love Kidman Community. It is a group of kids pastors, um, and it is a wide, diverse range um, for every walk of the church, um, from you know infants all the way up to kids and preteens, um, and even some youth. But guys, this is it's an amazing community with tons of support. And like you know, I don't know, guys, if you've had this experience, but there are some Facebook pages on Facebook that are you know ministry related, and I'm just like, yikes. That's not fun to post in, right? You're afraid they're, they're going to say something or they're going to judge you or whatever. Um, but guys, this community is one of the best communities I've been a part of on Facebook with so much care and love and support. So I strongly encourage you guys, if you're not in it, to go join it. I'm going to have a link down below. Um, and if you're on Facebook, it's really, I've gotten so much help from there. So I really do encourage you guys to go and check that out. Now, sort of today involves a student. Um, we're going to call him Rick. Um, and Rick came in the other day and was terrified, okay? You know, have you ever had those kids that come in and they are just wide-eyed and you can see they're just like, oh gosh, this is not it. This is not for me. Um, but uh, Rick was quickly introduced to Foursquare um, and it was really cool. His parents were there and they were like, you could tell they were nervous about him getting connected and plugged in. Um, and it was a Wednesday night and Wednesday nights are just extra crazy with tons of energy and usually more students packed in. And so he was super nervous, but he got in his Foursquare and, you know, I got talked with him. I got him connected. Um, a few other students started talking with him. Um, and by the end of the night, he was playing Foursquare. He was talking with kids. He was hanging out and he was there that Sunday and he's been coming ever since. Um, and that really plays into today's story because I wanted to talk about, um, how to turn your pre-service ministry or pre-service stuff into a ministry, right? How do you turn your pre-service games and activities into a time to do ministry, okay? So the reality is pre-service is crucial for your ministry. It can make or break an experience, right? Um, There's all these statistics about how quickly people um, make assumptions. And so you have like that to make a first impression on your students, those new students coming in. What is their first impression when they walk in? Um, And so having a pre-service that is intentionally set up to foster ministry is important. Now, what is the main motive of ministry for this? Fun. That's right. Fun is the main mode of ministry. Um, And so you might be like, oh yeah, fun. But what does that look like? So we're going to dive into that today and how fun in our pre-service ministry can make or break a student's first time experience or a continued experience for students, okay? So here's the reality. Um, And I think that this is a huge thing that that, um, 
that is changing and shifting in culture. You know, I talk all the time about what's shifting in culture, and I think a student's um, connection and how they feel connected and their need to feel connected and feel heard is really changing rapidly just with the social media and the internet and all of these things where there's all this need for, for a connection and a place and somewhere to um, belong to. They need to feel heard, they need to feel seen, and they need to feel connected. And if they don't, they're going to shut down, they're not going to connect, and they might just slip right through your fingers, right? So when do we connect? When do we really connect with every student? And the reality is pre-service is the best time to do that, right? Because here's the thing. No matter how much we don't want it, not every kid loves worship, right? you got your kids' hands in their pockets that don't sing, right? Not every kid is going to connect with the story, right? Not every kid is going to be like, yes, I can't wait to sit still for 15 minutes, right? Not every kid enjoys that. Um, not every student is going to like small group and talking with people, right? But here's the reality is every single kid loves to play. Every kid loves to play. They love to have fun. They love to goof off. Every kid does. So when we think about that, the universal time to connect with every kid um, is by having fun. Is by having pre-service and intentional stuff set up for every kid, okay? So when we take the time and we're intentional with our pre-service, we can make a connection that lasts. And, and we'll get into this, but this connection in the pre-service ultimately lead to connections later down the road, okay? So we've got a few rules, a few tips, a few points. Rule number one, guys, is have fun with it, okay? And you're like, of course, that's what you're talking about, Sam. But like, uh, engage and, and target your audience, okay? Like, here's the reality. You may love um, Sudoku and Scrabble and Bananagrams and anything like that, but not all of our preteens are. Now, you know, here's the thing. Some kids are, yeah, some kids are going to love a game of Scrabble. But we have to think about our nine-year-old um, ADHD kid who loves Fortnite. Are they going to be able to sit through a game of Scrabble? No. So how do we connect? And, and here's, okay, I'm, I'm stepping over and I'm approaching something that's scary. So I may get myself in trouble here, but uh, I want to encourage you guys to not um, over bibleify your pre-service, I guess is the best way to put it, okay? Um, you can have fun with the Bible, you can engage with the Bible, but you run a risk of alienating any group of students that doesn't know the Bible or may not be like super into the Bible if um, your pre-service fun all revolves around the Bible and Bible quizzes and anything like that. And so that's great. I mean, I want to encourage you guys to do that because knowing the Bible, learning the Bible is so important. But I also want to encourage you guys to have a time where a student can connect without having to know that, without feeling bad for not or anything like that. So don't mishear me. The Bible is great and have fun with the Bible, but don't make that your only way of connecting with students. So find out what your students are into. Um, and, and bring it in. And I, I'm sorry, yes, I've said this before, but Among Us is out. Among Us isn't cool anymore. We are currently pending the next big thing, okay? That's all I've got for you guys in that. I'm waiting to figure it out. Um, I think I'm going to get an early jump on this one next time is what I say every time. And then I'm like, oh, gosh. By the time I bring it in, it's not cool anymore. But anyways, create an environment where preteens can say, man, this is fun. I want to go back there and have fun okay so it takes intentionality and it takes effort 
but find ways to bring in that fun. Now, rule number two, guys, and this one's like one of the more important ones here, is have somewhere everyone can connect. Preteens, like I said, they want to fit in. They want to find a place um, where they feel connected, where they feel heard and seen. Um, so find a place for them to connect in pre-service. And what I mean by this is uh, have a diversified selection um, for your students, okay? Do you have sporty athletic kids? What are they going to do? For, uh, for us, um, we, have, we are all in one room. Uh, our ministry meets in one room at all times. And so, you know, we don't have like a gym or really an outside space to go. So it's a smaller, more compact look for us. So we have gaga ball some weeks and we have four square some weeks. Um, this allows kids to get their energy out. And anyone who enjoys it can be in. And and I like those two games specifically, Gaga Ball and Foursquare, because there's no like um, direct advantage, right? There's some minor advantages for kids and, and all of that. But the reality is a girl can jump in and play bet just as good or a fourth grade boy can jump in and play just as good as a sixth grade boy. Um, these games that kind of even out the playing field that aren't so one-sided, right? Like if we're playing flag football or basketball or anything like that, like, you know, my sixth grade dudes, uh, there's a one fifth grader who's like, I swear, almost as tall as me and I'm six foot two. This dude is a tank, okay? So like if we went and played football, that wouldn't be fair um, and not everyone would connect. So um, stuff like that. Uh, and then like, what about your brainy, quiet kids, right? Your kids who enjoy a puzzle game or who enjoy um, you know board games or whatever do you have stuff for them to connect or how about your quirky gamer kids right where are they going to connect um, you see there's some controversy um, and people have different opinions on, on what you should bring into your ministry and how you should connect with students and how you should entertain them and all that but the reality is I personally have connected with students in every single way um, in every single type of connection, right? So I've connected through a game of Foursquare, and I've also uh, connected through a game of Mario Kart. You, you see, there's there's a large overlap, right? The kids who play Gaga Ball will also play video games, will also play board games, and on the overconnect, right, like our nice Venn diagram, there's also people on the outskirts who will only connect through Gaga Ball, or who will only connect through video games, or who only connect through coloring books, right? And so when we give these students an opportunity in a place where they feel like they fit, um, they may connect, okay? So when we cater to these students, when we have a diverse selection for all of them, um, we're allowing them to connect however they do best, okay? Rule number three, and this is another important one here, is get your leaders on board, okay? So you have this mission in mind, right? You want to connect with your students. You want them to um, feel connected, to feel fit in. Have your leaders on board with that and understand that when they go into a ring of Gaga Ball or they play a game of Super Smash Bros or they're doing a game of Giant Uno, that they are stepping into a student's world and they are connecting with them, okay? Um, encourage them to really, like, connect right sometimes you know your competitive leaders sometimes they get in it for competition um, and that's fine and all but also make sure that they're connecting that they're being an example right that they're being good sports that they're teaching their students how to be good sports um, and, and allow them to be kind of the main 
face. Um, we don't do this at, at our ministry, and it may be something that we work on, but um, having leaders in specific zones designated there could be huge, right? And, and, and cater it to your to your leaders, right? Some of my more athletic, I have a few college athletes, I might have them ringing it up in the gaga ball pit, uh, but some of the more uh, quiet, nerdy type of leaders, they might end up being there at the video games, right? And it allows um, the people with similar interests to connect and relate with students and, you know, have those swapping out and rotating and all of that and, and allow your leaders to be the main face for students there. Um, and then push them out of their comfort zones, right? Push your leaders to, to take steps, to interact with students, to connect deeper and make sure that you are sharing this mission with your leaders so they know, right? Um, and then rule number four, guys, and this one is just good to have is remember your mission okay fun is great but there is a mission okay when you think about it fun is a tool for your ministry and it's not your ministry uh, in american culture today um it's so easy to turn your ministry into an event right um just this american consumeristic mentality everything is something we have to consume and take in right it should be the best um, or else we don't want to return, right? Don't be careful not to slip into that, right? You don't need two PS5s and two Xbox Series Xs and, you know, you know, four Switches, right? You can roll with whatever. If all you have is an old Wii and Mario Kart, you can still connect with students. Um, uh, so at the end of the day, remember to seek after God not seeking after pleasing our students, not seeking after creating the best environment, but seeking after an area where they can connect, okay? And fun is a great way to do that. And, and the reality is these activities can have a snowball effect. Fun will lead to a connection. A connection will lead to a consistent return. A consistent return will lead to building trust, and building trust will lead to relationships, and these relationships will allow leaders to point kids to Jesus, right? Little did you know, Gaga Ball or a game of Super Smash Bros. could lead to a student's salvation, right? But in all seriousness, guys, um, your pre and post service can have a huge impact on your students, on their faith, on their connection with leaders, okay? We're not trying to please our preteens into coming back, but we're giving them a time to connect, an opportunity and a place where uh, no matter if they're a 9-year-old girl or a 12-year-old boy, they can connect in some way that suits them best so get your team on it right talk with them create an environment um, and ultimately like if you have a little budget a small budget or you're struggling to um, you know figure out what you need talk with parents talk with families you know ask if they've got any old game consoles sitting around that they don't use ask them if they've got board games that they want to donate ask them what their kids are playing so that you can help them connect um, get your team on it Get your families in on it and create an environment of connection and inclusion and fun, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, I really think that fun is a wonderful tool for our ministry. And when we use it properly, we are able to create and deepen relationships that truly have an impact in the lives of our students. So with that, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I will see you guys this Monday for our Nugget. Peace. <laughs>